Hey girl, hey. You are now tuned in to the Journey to Motherhood podcast with your host, Jerry Alicia, where we will be talking about all things faith and fertility. So grab a journal and let's get to it. All right. Hey girl, hey. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Journey to Motherhood podcast. As always, I am your host, Jerry Alicia, and today we're just going to get right into it. I have my friend Shamira on, and she's going to just tell us a little bit about her story. We're just going to have a simple conversation today. Hey, Shamira. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing good. So, y'all, me and Shamara actually have been friends on Facebook for a little while. Shamara, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, I'm Shamara, and my husband and I have been married for a year. Been together like eight, eight to ten years. And I've been in the health field for the last 12 years. So, started off in nursing, also um, into diagnostic sonography. So I have a passion for babies. I have a passion just overall in general for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to have fun. I'm silly as can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Okay, and I know before you were saying that you had a V-Steam business. Now tell us about that because I got questions because I've heard about it, <laughs> but I have no idea mm-hmm. what it is. So so kind of educate us on the whole V-Steam thing and how it um, benefits women dealing with infertility or other lady issues, I should say, to be politically correct. Okay, okay, sure. So yes, um, I rebranded my business Agape Creations the end of the uh, at the end of the year last year and begin a service of V steaming. And what V steaming is is what it's been along for centuries. Like most people overseas and out of the country, this is the way that they heal themselves. It's not pharmaceutical medications, it's natural products herbal products and like like I said it's pretty much well known but what it is is you use certain herbs most herbs have uh, different benefits as far as like GYN benefits as far as mental as far as your overall health so as far as the v-steaming basically the woman sits over the chair with the you know the bull or herbs of course not too hot but just enough to where they're able to sit over and it's comfortable um, V-steaming benefits is basically releasing the toxins out of your body. And those toxins is what also goes against us conceiving. So mm, okay. it also has been known and also has the studies have shown that V-steaming has um, healed or had fibroid uh, shrink. Um, it's a way to clear the tubes, um, just overall general well-being as far as the reproductive system. Those herbs promote circulation. And when you have circulation, proper circulation throughout the reproductive system is cleansing properly. So therefore, cycles are becoming normal. And so, you know, it's able, you're able to conceive that way. But yeah, it's just a, that's just a small <laughs> small information or just a little bit of information about the herbs but there's power in herbs as far as our overall health but that's just as far as the aspect of gyn and us conceiving 
Okay, that is so cool. Because like I said, I've been hearing about these things. And when people Mm -hmm. know that, you know, I deal with fertility and stuff, they always ask me about it, but I never know Mm -hmm. what to say because I've never done it. So I just wanted to um, get some a little bit of education about that. So thank you so much for that information. I'm super, super excited and proud of you for, you know, just stepping out and doing what God has called you to do. Now, tell the ladies a little bit about your um fertility journey my fertility journey initially began um again was around the time that we met which was like the end of 2017 yeah my husband and I we've been together for like eight years but we just got married last October okay. <laughs> but I went to the doctor initially because my cycles start to be irregular and my cycle is, has always been normal since I've had it. So the doctors were just like, oh, you're getting older. So, you know, your cycle is probably just changing up. So I went a little while um, just like, okay, well, that's what the doctor said. Mind you, I work in the medical field. So this is typically what, unfortunately, what a lot of doctors would tell you. Mm-hmm. So something was just in my mind, like, no, Shmar, you need to go to a specialist, see what's going on. Because also around that time, I was having just the pain to my left side. It was really abnormal. And a lot of different things was going on as far as my health is like everything hit me at once. That year as well, I also had a thyroid biopsy that came back to be benign. So that meant um, no cancer. And also Yay. your thyroid. Yes, God. <laughs> so <laughs> any thyroid conditions can also go against conceiving because your thyroid is pretty much like your uh, hormone imbalance, mm-hmm. which is also something that goes against fertility and conceiving. So that's just the, the beginning phases um, of my journey as far as going back and forth to the doctor. I just was like over it. I had to take a break. I had to, you know, reevaluate, refocus some things, get more in tune with myself, with God, and just really just pray to him like, God, what do you want me to do? Like, like I said, like a passion of mine has always been, you know, baby since I was little. The whole aspect of pregnancy amazes me. So as far as personally, I was like, God, you can't, you know, when you're going through this journey, like, God, you can't be doing this to me. Like, why me? Right, right. So I definitely understand that. Be like, you know, Lord, I don't understand what's going on. Why me? What did I do? How do I fix it? Like, what do I need to do? (laughs) Yes, like right now, Lord, how do I fix it? Like right this moment, like I need need the answer because apparently this is not it. So what are we doing? I definitely get that. And right. so you found out there was no cancer, but, you know, you had the fibroids and stuff. Did you get second opinion? Um, No, I'm actually before this Corona stuff happened. <laughs> I was going to be back onto the journey of, you know, going to the reproductive endocrinologist and starting back on a journey as far as going back to the doctor to see you know, what it is we would have to do to have our, you know, our baby. But mm-hmm. now we're, we're here and that's fine. We're here. So I'm just using the time to stay close to little baby Jesus. <laughs> right. And as well as right. just, just, just try to encourage and inspire other women that are in the same predicament as I am. Right. So I was reading your story and I, I saw where they said that you, they said you were going to have to do IVF. Like there was nothing else that IVF was your only option. Yes, I went to Emory Reproductive and they were Mm -hmm. saying that because I have a blockage in my left tube, 
and also the the thyroid aspect of it so there's a hormone imbalance as well so in their eyes medically they're like well this is the only only option that you have but the type of person that I am I mean I've been working in the medical field but I also know the medical field is nowhere near what it used to be I mean obvious we're in this COVID-19 pandemic and the healthcare facilities they don't have even the proper PPE to take care of the patients that are sick so as far as my own journey um, with the healthcare system I can't say that I 100% trust the things that some of the doctors because there are providers that don't just focus on politics and money let's be blunt my prayer was God like let me get to someone who is not just focused on politics and money, who actually still has compassion, who still wants to help their patients to get to whatever the goal there is to get a successful pregnancy and all of that. So I did come up to this other in the support group. They introduced us to this guy, Dr. Schmaltz. I can't pronounce his name right. But he has this big (laughs) IVF um, practice that's out of New York. But he's really big on naturally healing the body, but he will Mm -hmm. also do IVF. So he's not just focused on IVF. So that was like, okay, God, thank you. (laughs) Got somebody. And on top of that, he now has a practice that's outside of Conyers somewhere. So when I was saying I was going to schedule an appointment, I was going to schedule an appointment with him. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I still am going to schedule that appointment as soon as everything that you know gets under control as far as the corona but he believes that as far as the foods that you eat herbal supplements are you're you're able to heal your body and I believe that too why would God put it here (laughs) right so that will be the next step as soon as this COVID-19 is under control I'll be scheduling an appointment with him and we'll see what it is we'll have to do Right. So speaking of COVID-19 and how it just threw everything off, Mm -hmm. how did you feel um, finding out that you'd have to reschedule everything and that you would you would just like, okay, so now we're here. Now I have to reschedule. Now there's a whole world pandemic. Like, how did that play on your mental and emotions? Um. The type of person that I am and that I will hope that I continue to be throughout this journey is to be optimistic. Um, Mm -hmm. As soon as it happened, I was also being that, you know, as far as like my business or whatever, my, my, my focus would be women that are like me to inform them of like herbal supplements and the V-steaming and acupuncture and different things whole in the holistic therapy of treating your you know your wound so mm-hmm. being being that I also I mean there's other women that in a worse situation than me <laughs> right. so you have to be optimistic there's other women that already have had like donors and egg transfers and they've already been scheduled for IVF already actually going through the whole IVF process and then it's just taken away from them within days <laughs> like right. oh you can't get your IV transfer because there's a con- a COVID pandemic you know their mental <laughs> strain is way worse than me that I have to right. schedule my appointment so the type of person I am I'm like okay look geez okay yeah you didn't show me to calm my little stuff down honey because it could be worse and so that mentally <laughs> 
is what gives me right. a peace because it's like there's other women who have situations that's a little bit way worse than mine. So right. let me just continue to build my faith and use this situation to be closer to you, Lord, and just try to listen, even with the different distractions. So pretty much going through this journey, you have to spiritually just just be there because mentally you're you're not gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> right if you just if you're just um banking on your mental it's not gonna happen because no, there are some days and then there are other days so yeah, you definitely yeah, I, I totally yeah. agree you definitely have to have your spiritual life in order speaking of that I know you said that you're going to use this time to you know get closer to God and to just build your faith mm-hmm. how are you currently doing that um currently not every morning but most every morning I get up and I do meditations um it's this other young lady who I follow on social media like I haven't I've done meditation but if you're doing it with other people all at once I mean it's just completely a different level of you know God sitting in right there so every morning I get up and I do meditation of course I do my own reading the word as far as like different scriptures that have come to me um Mm -hmm. the book that I'm currently reading is one of my faves Bishop Jake's daughter Sarah Jake's Robert yes and the book I'm reading is colliding with my destiny finding Mm -hmm. hope in the legacy of Ruth and you know Ruth was one of those women in the bible honey right she she had an interesting story Mm -hmm. so um just reading different books spending time with family and been doing uh online church services <laughs> right as we all have i hope i hope nobody's actually going to service right now right. during a pandemic right. but yeah so i definitely um understand how because if you're if we're not careful our spiritual life will go haywire um if we don't cultivate it and if we don't you know stay in god's word and stay in god's faith right. um because this journey it'll make you question some stuff and yeah. you just you'll just keep questioning after question after question yeah. and not really building on the faith that we really know about so i'm so glad that you are taking the time to do all of that now I know we're in the middle of a pandemic and I know you say you're working on your spiritual life and I know you're, you were about to um, start the process with the doctor to see what your options Mm -hmm. are. What prayers, like what have you been praying to just help you prepare for those doctor's appointments? As far as the prayers, it's God, take the anxiety away. One. (laughs) God gives me peace regardless of what it is that I have to go through and just give me strength to continue to do to follow your your lead you know um and also just still be Mm -hmm. able to receive whatever information it is that's already destined and pretty much just just go from there this journey is a unique journey (laughs) once again so it's like my prayers of course, those are typically the standard prayers that I would have, um, but I can't specifically say until, you know, I'm actually in that moment. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I'm actually definitely. in that moment. But at the same time, I feel like um, the doctor that I will schedule with, of course, I obviously was led to him. 
I feel like different things are put in our path for certain reasons. So you pretty much just pray off of it and, and go from there. That is good. That is good. Now, what would you say if a young woman just came to you asking for advice on how on how to deal with infertility mm-hmm. and still keep your faith? What would you say? How to deal with infertility and still keep the faith? The advice that I typically give is just going back to full circle of keeping your spiritual life intact. If you do that, you pretty much, everything pretty much will fall into place. I know it's really easier said than done, but at the same time, when you're at your lowest, God would just give you a certain type of peace that you would just be like, wow, God, you know, (laughs) it's just certain things happen to, you know, different people and God thinks that we're strong enough to handle it. And these situations would let you know the strength that you have, I'll say, because Never would have, this time last year, never would have thought I would be on this phone right now, like even with you doing this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Or even even months ago, it's just God puts a strength in you where you're able to do it. And then once you do it, you're like, okay, God. So. Right. And I think that's so important to understand mm-hmm. because we really don't know how strong we are until we're in mm-hmm. a situation. Because uh, I tell people all the time, as far as my journey goes, I don't wish this on nobody. I, um, I, I don't want nobody to ever have to go through this. However, um, if I'm the one that has to go feel, through it, then it is yeah. what it is. I might as well, you know, try to enjoy life during the process. Right. Continue to enjoy life. I might as well just use my story to inspire others. I might as well. Right. Exactly. And I think that's something we have to learn how to do because that's not something that comes easily. I know it didn't come easy for me because in the beginning, I was like, nope, not doing it. Uh uh. Not going there. I was just like, honestly, for me, as far as like my, even my business, I had already been doing like the research for myself, but God had been told me, Shamar, this is your service that you should do and you should do it. And you should start your YouTube channel or Shamar, you should be more vocal about it. God had been telling me this for at least six months to a year. And I just like, no, God, I'm not ready. No, God, I'm not ready. No, God, I'm not ready. And then things just kept happening. (laughs) And it's it's like, it forces you. (laughs) You're going to do what I told you to do. (laughs) And so spiritually, it's like, okay, I don't want to get a spiritual weapon, so I'm just going to do it. And however, however it comes, however you plan it out, Lord, then that will be how it goes. Because I've always been the type of person, too, that I like to plan A, B, C, D, F, E, F, G. This journey will let you know you can't plan nothing. <laughs> right like what plans what are you talking about you right. have no plans this is the plan have just no plan. so you know it's just like right. okay god and you just keep it moving right I can definitely relate to that because for most people that don't know, I am an author of a 21-day mm-hmm. devotional titled Overcoming Infertility, mm-hmm. Faith While You Wait. Uh, most people that come across me have also come mm-hmm. across my book. But what y'all don't know is, is that there was never 
I never intended for there to be a book. I didn't want to write a book. Um, That was never in my plans. I literally just posted one day and asked who wanted to join me in studying these women. And then a book happened six months later. And I was like, wait, what? What just happened? I was like, wait a minute, what just happened? And so I can definitely understand that, yeah, we have no plans. Um, In Proverbs, it tells us that we can make Mm -hmm. our plans, but, you know, the Lord um, creates our path. And so it doesn't matter what what we thought was going to happen. Even if you were younger and you were like, yeah, my life is going to be planned out, this, this, and this, um, sis, I just want you to know that that might not happen as I'm a living witness that that's not how it always happens. And we have to be okay that it's okay. It's okay if everything doesn't go according to your life plan that you created when you were 14 years old. Um, Even if things don't go to plan. God has a greater plan that we don't need. We can't even right. fathom. And so just know that even if our plans are read, God plan is still in place and his plan is better than ours. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Well, going through this yeah. journey as well, we have to be um, okay with saying we're, you know, not okay. Because a lot of the times I know for me, um, when I started with the support group, mentally I just was not okay and I was like I need to be around women who's able to you know understand my perspective where I'm coming from why I'm like reacting how I'm reacting and my uh, also prayer of mine too at that time was okay you have friends who has kids who gets pregnant like it's just nothing right (laughs) and my prayer was God I don't want to be jealous I don't want to be bitter take it out of me right now before it even comes so that was one of my prayers well that's good that's really good because a lot of times we'll pray that prayer after we've gone Mm -hmm. off on somebody or after Mm -hmm. we felt jealous but that's a proactive prayer saying God take it away from me Mm -hmm. now before I even get it like I don't don't even I don't want no hint of jealousy I don't want a hint of bitterness Mm -hmm. just take it away now even though I'm not even thinking Mm -hmm. like down that road now if if it's possible take it away now so that's really good that you would even have the thought to pray Mm -hmm. proactive prayers instead of just reacting because like one of my flaws is just emotionally reacting to things so when you're going through this journey emotions are up and down up and down back and forth right around so I was like Lord I know how I can be so just please just take it away because you know I, at the end of the day my my spirit you know it I want to follow you know you your will is already done I don't want to spiritually just be so down you know about my life because at the end of the day if I'm not doing nothing to manifest my seed coming to my wound is not going to come. <laughs> I can't just, just right. be negative all the time. And I mean, shoot, with this journey, there are days where, you know, you don't even want to get up out the bed. <laughs> right. Yeah. You just want to stay here, be like, you know what? I'm, I'm not doing anything today. Right. Leave me alone. Don't call my phone. Don't come to my door. Right. Just leave me be. So I right. definitely get and that. And then like lately, not lately, but you know, as far as like with my husband, he understands it, but he doesn't understand it in such a depth that, you know, you probably would want him to understand. It's like he understands it, so he wants to fix it. 
but this is something that you can't fix, babe. So right. just, you know, spiritually, we have to be on, you know, one accord. You know, when I jump, you know, you jump. When he jump, you know, I jump. That's just how it has to go for it all to play out in a healthy way for the both of us as far as our marriage and as far as like our own individual spiritual journey with God. So that's like a whole nother page. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> I might have to bring you back for that episode because yes. that's a whole nother episode by itself. But I definitely understand. And I think um, as women and as wives, we have to understand that husbands deal yeah. with it totally different. Not they that they don't it deal with it. They just mm-hmm. deal with it differently. And God. Yeah. Because uh, most husbands right. are fixers, so they want to know what they need to do to fix right. it, how much money it's going to yeah. cost, what I need to do. Um, and then we're like, no, it right. doesn't quite work right. that way. It's not, <laughs> not how this works. Not something that you can just throw money at. Not, not always. And so it's really good that you bought mm-hmm. brought that point up because husbands they do want to fix it, but when it's mm-hmm. not something that they can fix, you know, it causes them to feel like, okay, right. I'm a failure, right. which is not really the case. Right. I'm glad you brought that and up. And even um with with us as women that are going through this infertility journey, we have to not allow our you know, our, our journey to dictate our worth, to have us, you know, feel like, oh, I'm a failure because I'm a woman. I can't conceive right now, quote unquote. Those are the different battles that we have faced already as a Black woman. It is. <laughs> journey is just like all another load. It really is. And when people look at us, especially for those of us that are vocal, they think, oh, she's going through it very well. No, right. I, just, I just show you the pretty part, the part where I encourage other people. I show you that ugly. part because the other part is super ugly and you're right. going to be like, oh my God, what's wrong with her? So I definitely um, understand all of that. I don't have any more questions. Do you have any questions for me um, right now? No, but I look forward into doing more interviews or whatever we can do to get the goal done or ministry wise, whatever it is. Because also, um, like I was saying before, like my prayer was to have like just more women around me that have the same goals, same mindset. So I would love, can't wait to do another interview regarding part two infertility journey and marriage yeah <laughs> with our hubby because listen infertility and marriage mm-hmm. that's a whole thing by itself because it will test your yes. marriage to the yeah. absolute limits um and you'll be like why did why did we get married again like who right. thought this was what, a what good idea doing? what are what we doing and so <laughs> like right. what is happening right now um and, and I think the key with that is to realize that you're emotional right, right. because you're going right. through it. It's not that you don't like your husband. You're just right. emotional right now. Go take a nap. Go find you something and to come eat. Back. Go pray. And and then let's, right. let's revisit this. <laughs> right. It's so funny. But it's so true, though, because some days you just be like, right. I don't, I, I don't, I don't want, want you in my face. I'm already trying to figure out what I got going on for myself. Right. Right. That is so true. I can definitely definitely relate but what I can say dealing with infertility and marriage Mm -hmm. is that if you let it infertility can you know allow you and your husband to grow closer instead of apart but it's a choice it's a choice though that's what I think we fail to realize it's a choice you can either grow apart or you can grow together it's up to you yeah have you and your husband grown closer 
Um, so yeah, definitely yeah. this going through this situation has brought us closer. Um, it has made me realize that this man really, really loves me, you know. So right, right. And all, and my, all my crazy craziness, he's still <laughs> here, he's still trying to help me to, you know, figure it out. Even though he don't understand, he's still there, you know. I definitely agree with that because I know when when me and my husband first started on this journey, we were both super <laughs> immature. And so it was just a lot going on. And so sometimes I just look back, I'm like, God, you knew what you was doing. Cause you knew if we would have had a baby six years ago, it would have been a whole problem. So thank you for that. Uh, but we are ready now. Okay. Uh, and so I definitely can see the difference in how we just mm-hmm. even interact with each other um, going through this journey. Cause before it was like the arguing all the time over stupid, it'd be the thing. stupidest stuff. <laughs> and you'd be like, why right. are you even arguing right now? And so, yeah, I, I can definitely relate to, it can bring you closer, marriage but you have to work, work at anyway. it. Um, yeah. Marriages work without yeah. trying to have a baby. So with having a baby, it's like, it's like right. work it's on top fun. of work on top mm-hmm. of work, but it is possible. I agree. It is possible. Well, Shamara, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me on All the right. Journey Thank to Motherhood you. podcast. Um, do you have any last, no last words word. for the ladies? Um, you guys, well, besides you want you guys to stay inspired, encouraging one another. And um, yeah, we'll get through it all together. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> now I know you're being more vocal about your journey. Can you tell um, people how they can get in contact with you yes, through definitely. social media? Um, as far as my personal page um, on Instagram, um, at newjoys. And also my business page is underscore agape, A-G-A-P-E, the number two, creation, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S. That's my business page. Um, and also Facebook, my personal page is Shamira Newjoy's favorite. Pretty much anyone who comes in my DM, they see anything that I post, if they have questions about it, you know, I respond. If you need someone just to um, listen to you, hey, if I'm, well, not if I'm, but most of the time when I have people to, that are drawn to me spiritually, I say my prayer and I listen to them, give them the best, the best, you know, inspiration or advice that I can give. Okay. Well, loves, that concludes this week's episode of the Journey to Motherhood podcast. Um, Before we go, I will pray us out and I hope that you all have an amazing week and we will be back next week. So Father God, we come to you right now just saying thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this podcast episode and more importantly, God, we just thank you for waking us up this morning, God. We know that we're in a time where life and breath is in uncertainty. So God, we just say thank you for our life and our breath on today oh god lord we ask that if any woman who is listening to this podcast is trying to trying to um reach you and trying to know you more we ask that you show up in her life like you never have before oh god we lift every person up under the sound of my voice and we ask that you just bless them in a in a new way give them fresh breath on today oh god we ask that you just show them who you are oh god show them that you have not left them or for 
forsaken them, oh God. Show them that even though it may feel like they're alone, that they're really not because you, their father, is right there with them, oh God. Lord, hold their hand when they're sad, oh God. Whatever it is that they need from you on today, oh God, we ask that you be their provider on today, oh God. And Lord, we thank you that even though this journey may be painful and uncertain, you have sent people around us that are going to help us along this journey and that are going to encourage us, oh God. So Lord, we just thank you for encouragement on today, oh God. We thank you that even in the midst of this, that you are real and you are working each and every one of our stories out, oh God. We thank you for being the master author, oh God, that is writing our story to perfection, oh God. So Lord, we will continue to trust you on this journey, even though it may be hard sometimes, Lord. We ask that even in those hard times, oh God, that you just remind us that you have everything under control, oh God. Remind us that you are the one that knows the plans that you have set before us, oh God. And Lord, we we promise to continue to trust you and love you. It's in your son, Jesus' name amen all right ladies that is it for today make sure you all tune in next friday for next week's episode of the journey to motherhood podcast